welcome to episode 61 of the Go All In podcast. I'm your host, Robert Bruss, and I'm proud to be bringing you this show from Sydney, Australia. If this is your first time listening to the Go All In podcast, welcome to the show. And if you're coming back for more, welcome back. We absolutely love our repeat offenders. Today on the show, our guest is Marco Tezzi from Respire Breath Retraining. But before I get into any of that and tell you about him and do the introduction, I've got a couple of quick announcements. So later on this week, I'll be recording my first couple of interviews with my new co-host, Kirsty Ferguson. Now, you might remember Kirsty from episode number 13 of the Go All In podcast. And if you haven't heard her story, then I encourage you to go back and take a listen because she has an epic Go All In story. Now, Kirsty is a longtime coach and mentor, and she's a careers expert, particularly in the aviation space. She's also a published author and, a, and definitely, definitely an industry leader. So I'm really excited to be bringing the show to you with our first two guests in the next couple of days. And first up will be a guy named Brett Matters, and he's an Airbus A320 pilot. And second is Hadley Derizic. It's a bit of a tricky name there, but she's also a very accomplished author. And I'm always fascinated by the goal in mindset and everything that goes with that. And I can't wait to bring you these upcoming stories. Now, make sure you pop on over to Facebook and like our page and join the group as well if you haven't already done so. And if you haven't already subscribed to the show, just pop open your favorite podcasting app and hit that sub button so you never miss an episode. All right. On to the guest for today's show. Our guest is, as I said, is Marco Tezzi. Now, Marco is from a small town in Italy called Pistoia. Did I get that right? That's right, Rob. Awesome. Well, that's about 20 minutes out of Florence, as you mentioned to me before. And Marco has been an exercise physiologist now for more than 10 years, but he's been living here in Australia only for three years. Now, Marco's story is really interesting to me because it's one of modern-day immigration from Europe to Australia, and many, many Aussies will be able to relate to this. Coming here and learning the language and doing whatever it takes to succeed is no small feat at all. And when he arrived here in Australia, he couldn't speak any English at all. So there was that huge barrier that was there. But after some perseverance, like all immigrants, and some dogged determination to succeed, he finally found his feet. Welcome to the show, Marco. It's great to have you here. How are you doing today? Really good, Rob. And first of all, thank you so much for being part of this show. It's such a great opportunity for me. No problems at all. Well, I'd like to start off all of my shows with a quick little get to know you quiz. It's a little bit of fun. It helps kind of warm us up, get that grey matter going a little bit. So it's in no particular order. It's pretty random. So just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. You ready? Ready. Well, as someone from Europe, and you know what? I've travelled all over the world, and the only place in Europe I've been to is London, right? Right. What's your favourite place that's not Italy in Europe to go? I like to go to Malaga in Spain. I've been there. I've been in Spain, actually, already three or four times, and this is my... I love that country, man. I've been yeah. in Malaga, but I've been in Barcelona even three times. I remember one New Year's Eve with my mates. I remember still that day we got this van. We drove, uh, what they like, the 29th of December. We drove from Florence to Barcelona, 13 hours drive. And man, it was epic. It was like one of the best times. On the Mediterranean with the blue waters and the blue skies and just beautiful, right? That's right. Absolutely. But don't, rem- don't forget, it was New Year's Eve. And in Europe, it's get really cold. It's not like here in Australia. Yeah, right, right, right. I remember watching a TV show recently with my missus called The Night Manager. And for the people that are listening, they may or may not know, it's about an ex-British Special Forces guy who kind of gets out of the military and he gets drawn into yeah, this world. Yes, but yes. But the thing is filmed in Spain. 
And I, I can remember sitting there with my missus watching this TV show, just just like with my jaw on the ground going, oh, my God, that is the next place we're going to on holidays. Stunning place, stunning. Tell me, mate, have you, uh, have you ever been skydiving? Yeah. Not yet. What about scuba diving? We live here in Australia in this wonderful part I, of the world. I, I really love the ocean. Yeah. And that's probably one of the reasons that keep me here in Australia with you guys. Mm-hmm. I love the ocean. I, love, I really love scuba dive. I remember one actually of my greatest holiday was uh, close to you guys. I went in Bali. Yeah. And I did a lot of scuba diving there. And it's really beautiful. I even up on the north coast of Australia, it's fantastic. Beautiful. Absolutely. Have you learned to surf since you've been here in Australia? You know what? I really love never tried. Ah. It would be a shame about it, I have to say. But you know what? I can swim. I can survive on the water. Yeah. I'm not really a good swimmer. Ah, I think and probably right, that's right. A, the limiting point. But this, I have to say, is one of my bucket lists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to go in with that, I think, and uh, practice and uh, make my best, yeah. Nice one. Well, tell me, man, as an exercise physiologist for you personally, you obviously do a lot of training yourself. You're in great shape. Do you prefer cardio or do you prefer doing some weights? Look, I've been playing soccer for like, uh, I think, I started playing soccer in six years. Mm-hmm. Six years old, I finished, I was like 23, 24. So it's a lot of time. So I really love cardio. I really love run. It was one of my best capacity yep. on the pitch. But actually, I have to say that right now, I really love the weight training. Mm-hmm. I really love my feel my body really strong. Yeah. And so I really like weight training. But, you know, like everything, I like to balance my sessions. I will actually... Sometimes I'm training between five, six times a week, mm-hmm. and I'm actually playing up with that. Sometimes weight, sometimes cardio, but yes. Yeah, nice one, nice one. All right, I'm going to ask you the standard podcasting question that I ask a lot of people. If you had the opportunity to go back in time and spend 10 minutes with anybody in history, who would you go back and visit, and what would you say? Oh, wow, that's a, that's a really great question. I'm thinking uh, back in history, someone is important. Let me think about it, but uh, I would say... One person that really fascinating me about history, well, Michelangelo. Yeah. I'll say, I mean, come from Florence. Florence <laughs> is a quite good cool city. I will talk with him. Yeah. I yeah. say, what is you to do all this beautiful stuff, man? Absolutely. Well, there's so much history in that part of Europe, right? And yeah. when I went to London last year, I, I'd never been to Europe. I'd traveled the world, but I'd never been to Europe before. I was kind of a bit awestruck by the history that was there. What about when you came to Australia here? There's like virtually no history here. Well, you know, I think uh, I'm feeling really lucky yeah. to feeling part of these two different parts of the world because I come from Florida. There is so much culture. There is mm. so much history. And uh, when I came here in Australia, as you see, you know, there is uh, not much history like in Europe, of course. But what you have here, guys, is such a great nature. Mm-hmm. The ocean is so strong. And the nature is so strong. It's something that really kept me here, as I said before. So, yes, I think I'm feeling really, really lucky to be part of these two different parts of the world, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. All right, last question for the little quiz here, the little get-to-know-you quiz. Tell me, mate, what was your first car, or did you have it in Italy? You must have had a little motorbike first before you had a car, did oh, you? Well, I had a scooter. A scooter, I had a scooter. Like, I had a 50cc scooter. Yeah. I used to go to play soccer, my mates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, How old were you when you had that? 14 years old. Oh, no way. That's where we're getting. 13, 14 years old, something like that. And you ride around on the road? Yeah, absolutely. Helmets? No helmets. Helmets. Oh, you wear a helmet. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. What about now? Is there more rules for that sort of thing now? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Then they become really, really strict. It's really strict yeah. for things like that, yeah, right? absolutely. And now in Sydney, do you have a scooter as well? I have a scooter too, man. Man, that's it's so... Like I can keep, keep myself at home, you know? I don't feel yeah, at home, no? yeah. 
<laughs> well, where do you live? You live up in Paddington, don't you? I live in Paddington. Yeah, well, you need a scooter to get around in that part of the world. It's probably the most sensible part. Of... Oh, man, it's so easy. Yeah. It's just easy. So, no, it's so handy. Yeah, awesome. Really, you know? Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that, Marco, and, and letting us get to know you a little bit more like that. Will people come on over to the Go All In podcast to learn more about others that have gone all in? So if you could, mate, could you please share with us your biggest Go all in story or stories and the lessons that you've learned from your commitment to success. My go all in stories. Oh, man. My go all in story started on the 28th of April, 2015. It was like 3 p.m. And uh, it was the first time that I placed my feet here in Sydney. Just arrived to the airport, get my bus. I go, arrived in Bondi Beach. And it was actually pretty cloudy. Yep. But uh, Bondi Beach was stunning, I remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, like all the people that are coming in Australia, uh, they're coming in Sydney, all of my mates in, in Italy. I think we, we remain quite you know, stunning from, uh, from the beautiful view. However, I remember I walked in, uh, at that time I was in a hostel for like uh, five, one, five nights, one week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I came into the hostel, shut down the door, Put my suitcase on the floor, and the first thought that I had, Rob, was, uh, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> Were you here for a holiday or for work? Well, I was here because I was in an internship with the famous rugby union club, the Waratahs. I was a strength and conditioning coach for rugby by the time mm-hmm. it was uh, it was almost four years ago now, and uh, my plan was to remain here in Australia for three months, do this internship, learn a couple of things, come back to my clubs. Well. And no, here you are, you've you stayed. Know, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so, so tell me, what was it that made you think, oh, my God, what am I doing here? Oh, I think, uh, uh, well, you know, is uh, every time that you come in a new place, I think it's quite scary. I mean, yeah. It doesn't matter how excited you are, but uh, you feel it to be lost. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of instability, it's that kind of uh, uncomfortable sensation. Mm. At the end, we know that. At the end, it's make you grow. But when you... First start, you say, wow, now I'm going to do. And the first thing that I remember I used to do is I find straight away my reference point mm-hmm. where I can find my coffee shops. <laughs> the important things for an Italian guy, right? The coffee, yeah? Where I can get my coffee now. Okay, let's start from the first thing. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. And, and what was it that was the biggest thing that you need to go all in on? It must have been the language, surely. Oh man, the language was was big part of that. I mean, and then you really, I think I really understood the power of uh, communication. Mm-hmm. I remember after that, uh, when I left the the hostel, I was going in this house with other mates. There was other five people. I remember. Oh gosh. Shared this house. Yeah. There was uh, me, one from uh, Czech Republic, England, Spain. American, that's it. Yeah. I think it's enough. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I remember all these guys were speaking English amazingly and uh, I was quite struggling even to ask, hey man, where can I go tonight? Mm-hmm. And you know, but then uh, you, it's just a practice, it's just a training, you realize that and you're getting better on that. But definitely you realize how communication is important, mm-hmm. and, uh, even for the most basic stuff. And what about the internship? So you, you're coming with a, like a, a top grade rugby side and, and back, back then were they a good side? I, I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were they right up there? Well, they were uh, super rugby. Yeah. They were playing the playoff. Uh-huh. I remember I arrived three matches before the end of the season and they have the first game of the playoff against the Islanders in New Zealand. So, I mean, they were quite high. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I remember it was with such pleasure this time because this, the guys helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, 
seriously, guys, I couldn't speak English. And it was really hard for them to understand me. And yeah. it was really hard for me as well to speak. But, you know, when you have a great environment around you, you are set up for growth. Man, there is nothing to be scared about. That's what. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that human beings do. We all come together to help each other in a circumstance like that. Absolutely. And a bunch of guys in a football team are like, what, yeah. what's this guy saying again? And it's kind of like, I think he wants exactly. us to do... Yeah. Oh, man, you, you, you won't believe how many times... Uh, there were moments of silence, completely silence, like uh, what this guy is saying. Okay, I'm understanding. Okay, I'm trying again. Yeah. <laughs> like an awkward moment, but really funny. How really quickly funny. did you get through it? How long did that take you? Oh, well, man, I think it was uh, when I started to work. Start to work was for me the best training that I could have. You know? mm-hmm. So I started to work, actually, decided to start to work here in Australia after one month as I was here, mm-hmm. two weeks, let's say that. And uh, let's say after three months of that, I could speak English. But not that long. I mean, pretty quick. Not speak English like you're speaking. Yeah, of course. Like I'm speaking right now is uh, almost English. People could understand me, they say. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> you can communicate. So, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. And, and what about after three months of being here in a new country, you're finding your feet, you're finding your way around? Did you settle? What made you think, well, I'm going to stay here and pick up your whole life oh, man, and, and come man. to Australia, man? Well, I have to say thank you to a lot of people that made me have to make this decision at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of friends. I built up good relationships here during these first three months. And there's a lot of people were telling me, man, you know what? I think you should stay because uh, people like you could have a really grew a great future here. There is so much opportunity here in Australia. And I, was, and I saw that. And this probably was something that triggered in my mind. I said, oh, probably I can have a kind of future here. Probably I can... Uh, I can build something different because don't misunderstand me. By the time in Italy, I was already in first division strength and conditioning coach. So yeah, right. I had my life uh, quite set it up. Mm. I mean, I had my job. I was okay. But what I see here was a different opportunity. What that kind of environment, I find in Australia that kind of environment that pushed me. Mm-hmm. Here probably could be my growth. And uh, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm reminded on a on a daily basis of how lucky we are to live here in this country. We live we live here in in security. You don't have to worry about being hurt. You know, it, it's a safe safe very safe place. And then on top of that, there's just for me personally in my business and doing this this podcast and this show and all these things that I'm doing. I just see opportunity. Just they just keep coming at me thick and fast and. And, you know, I kind of, I guess I take it for granted a little bit. And when I talk to someone like you, it's not like that everywhere else in the world, is it? Well, man, uh, when I arrived here, I remained completely stunning from the lifestyle of you guys. Mm. And I could see people go for workout training at 6 a.m. in the morning. I remember I used to live in Bonda Beach when I arrived here and the internship was in uh, Moor Park. Mm -hmm. And I used to walk across Centennial Park, Stunning Park, Beautiful. Stunning Location. I remember mm. I was walking, it was 6.30 a.m., 7 a.m. I would see all these moms, dads, kids, training all together, beautiful sun, and I was saying, man, probably this could be the place to be, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, lifestyle and opportunity, and the network is going so fast here. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, are more protective people here mm-hmm. from Europe, that's what I'm perceiving. Yeah, people don't don't scare to share opportunities to share experiences. Uh, business cards are flying here. Absolutely, contact, please yeah. call me back. Yeah, no worries. you can organize <laughs> something. That's lovely. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? What would you say to somebody that was back home in Italy, listening to this podcast, hearing a, a brother Italian on a, on an Australian show with a dinky dye Aussie like me, and they were thinking about coming here? What would you say to them? 
Well, I would say that, uh, first of all, it doesn't matter where you are. You can build it up yourself and you can build it up your career wherever you are. So I don't want to say that, but definitely something that I can say, if you're thinking about coming here, taking in consideration it's such a great opportunity. It's just an experience that you never know what's going to happen. But I think mm-hmm. it's re- the really good things for me was get out from my usual environment yep. and put some challenge on myself. And this was the main thing. I could come back even after one year, after three months, after two weeks. doesn't matter. You put yourself in a different environment and this what's matter. Mm-hmm. However, don't think that it's easy. Yeah, it's hard. Man, I, hard. a lot of people yeah. text me sometimes and say, oh man, you're doing amazing. I can see you are in Australia. You're doing this. Wow, man, you are lucky. Well, I'm not lucky. I actually worked hard. Yeah. Work really, really, really hard. Yeah, it's an, it's interesting. I, I've spoken to quite a lot of people on this on this show about coming from another country to Australia and making their their way here. And, and I'm a first generation Aussie. You know, my parents were born overseas, and I was born here. And now I've got a, a family here, and and obviously we're here to stay. But you know the. The common thread amongst people coming from other countries is that it's bloody hard. It's hard to learn the language, but it's such an open and warm community that you can make your way if you really give it a go, if you really, really give it a go. And I'm wondering, you know, like I've never lived anywhere else in the world. I've been to lots of different places, and I'm wondering if the same is true elsewhere. Did you see that in Italy? Did you see people coming from elsewhere in Italy to live in Italy? Other than migrants? Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a problem, yeah, right? I mean, you have, Italy's in the middle of the Mediterranean and we get a lot of people that's come from uh, unfortunately unsafe places from Africa. Syria is the big ones at the moment. You know, there are a lot of immigrants coming in and of course it's hard. It's hard for everyone, man. Mm. Absolutely. But definitely what I can find here in Australia, you can find a lot of support around. You know what I mean? And uh, probably there is more rules and you have more sense self of direction mm-hmm. you know what i mean there is more regulation probably not these help you to understand what you really need to do if you want to remain here while you know what if i'm not really sure i think that the system is going to play up to okay you're not sure yeah get on the side you know what i mean so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we're le- we're lucky here in australia yeah, to have absolutely. so much support and the networking absolutely. and whatnot there absolutely. hold that thought there for a minute marco just a, a message from our sponsor today and today's episode of the go all in podcast is proudly brought to you by afterburner accelerating the performance of your organization by teaching flawless execution afterburner seminars and training are dedicated to sharpening awareness enabling decision making and driving accountability using proven methods developed by real-world military fast jet pilots. Take action and find out more today and visit afterburner.com.au. Well, thanks, Marco. I, I know that you've been on quite a journey in the last couple of months, and, and we've worked really closely together in the last couple of months, and it's been my absolute pleasure to, to help you. So for the folks that are listening and, and watching here on the Facebook Live, I just want to give a little bit of background on that. So we connected about, it was about a year ago or so, wasn't it? Yes. It's been yes. a while and you weren't quite ready to dive in and engage the services that um, that I offer. And at the time you were looking for some digital marketing services, but six months or so ago or six or nine months had, had passed and then we reconnected and you were ready. And, and it was a really interesting thing from, from my perspective. Like, here I am as the, as the go all in guy. And, and I see people coming to me all the time with startup ideas and trying to bring things to life. And here I had another guy that I kind of sort of knew a little bit. I knew of him. I didn't really know anything about him. And you came to me and you said to me, Rob, I want to create this course. And you had such deep 
passion in your in your heart and the conviction that you spoke to me with even though English is not your first language and, and, it's, and it's difficult for you to articulate exactly how you feel, I could tell in your body language this, that this meant everything to you. And as I got to know you a little bit and, and what it was, we were fortunate enough to bring a, a product to life. And we created a course and, and tell the listeners what your course is called. My course, uh, my course is called the Respiro, Breath and Movement Training for Better Health. Mm-hmm. And so let's give them some background and just set the frame there as well because... As an exercise physiologist, you're, you're dealing with people's problems. You're dealing with their mechanical problems, their rehabilitation, and the issues that they have. And, and you said it, I've worked with a couple of EPs over the, over the years, yeah. building websites and doing marketing and that type of thing. So I know the industry pretty well, and I'm a qualified personal trainer as well. So I, I'm kind of on the periphery of all of that sort of stuff. But the thing that struck me the most was that you said a couple of key things in and around the first lot of engagement and, and you said one thing to me that really stuck with me and it's it's this, it's your breath is the bridge between your body and your mind. And I never really thought about my breath like that. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I'm, I'm breathing as it is. And as I got to know you and your philosophy and, and how that works, it really struck a chord with me because it's deeply personal for you because it seems like there's a lot of things that can be solved from a physical perspective start with your breath. Tell us a little bit about that. Offer some comments on that first. Well, this is a discovery, this uh, breath thing. And I used to say it was a kind of a journey too, you know. I'm doing this practice from 11 years, treating people from really mechanical point of view when I start this journey. But then I start to approach to treat people from uh, that could have any other kind of health conditions, like for example, on chronic inflammation, autoimmune dysfunction, or any kind of chronic conditions. Uh, for any chronic condition, I mean, it's even uh, chronic pain, mm-hmm. chronic back pain. Mm-hmm. Even something mechanical can become chronic, you know. So I start to dive into the realm of breath. And now, actually, breath is one of my main things, my starting point in each practice. Doesn't matter what's your health dysfunction, doesn't matter what's your pain, doesn't matter what's your complaint. I know that the first physiological manifestation of something that you can have is represented from the way you breathe. So if, if you've got some, you, you told me a story, and I'm going to relate that to the audience. You told me a story of a guy who came in into your practice and he, he had a busted back and he, he really just couldn't move. He sort of walked in yeah. in his second appointment and you, you could tell that he just wasn't right. He was, he was in physical pain, but you could see that that was starting from his breath and you could, you could notice that in his breath. What was he doing? Is his breath more shallow? Is it faster? Is it... His breath was just stuck. Mm-hmm. Was just stuck in a situation that it was a shallow, it was hyperventilated, it was overbreathing. He has this kind of breath with a mouth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hyperventilated all the time. Why? Because you are in a condition of stress, you are in a condition of danger, you know what I mean? Even if you are that you are here in the room, your body is perceiving like, uh, my God, I have to escape because there is a tiger next to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm in pain, you know what I mean? And that's, uh, and this is an autonomic response that the breath developed. Mm-hmm. And you start to have this kind of breathing. Well, breath at that point for me is a manifestation of an hyperarousal nervous system and of a body that is stuck in a certain situation with mm-hmm. all the other muscle tensions around us. So my question was, how can I ask this person to make any kind of movement or shift in any other kind of position that can be much better and more beneficial for him in order to relieve any kind of mechanical issues if this guy doesn't even know how to breathe right now? So what do you do? You need someone like that needs a circuit breaker, right? They need 
you know, if they're having a hard time, they're hyperventilating, they're breathing like that, what do you, what do, you do as a circuit breaker for it? They need a circuit breaker. They need something really, really effective. It needs something physical because mm-hmm. uh, our body keeps the scores of everything. So breath is such a body practice that if you start to regulate the speed, the length, the depth of your breath, you can adapt your physiology and you can adapt your psychology in so many different ways. In this case, it lets you tone down. You let quietens that region of the brain area that are involved in, for example, fear, danger, and pain sensitization. Right, right. So in this way, if I'm let you tone down, try during these body practices, mm-hmm. it can be really, really effective. And this make me an access, make me access to kind of stream or stream that can make you do some kind of exercise or can start any kind of treatment. Which uh, no misunderstand me. I'm not talking about meditation. It's something completely different. Mm-hmm. Here. This is body practices. Here we are influencing your physiologies because I know that if I'm influencing your body, then you can retrain your nervous system because everything is coming up together. We know that. Mm-hmm. And that and that's the bridge, right? That's the bridge between your your body and your mind. Absolutely. Because when we're talking about chronic pain, we don't have to forget about the word chronic. Mm-hmm. Chronic means you are stuck. Mm-hmm. Every day, doesn't matter how. So you are stuck in one pattern. So we need to break in a certain point of view. And why you are stuck? You are stuck because your body is uh, communicating with your nervous system. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that uh, if I let you breathe in a certain way, I can affect the body. And then the body can talk to your mind. It can affect the way your nervous system responds to any kind of stress. Fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit about the course and why you developed the course. Let's let's start there. Why, why did you want to create my a course first, like that? My first desire to create this course was coming from my own experience. It was my own experience. I started to experience uh, my breath work on myself mm-hmm. for years. It was kind of my early morning routine. It was part of my before-to-bed routine. And I knew that in the nowadays world, this could be really, really, really beneficial for all my other clients. So I was thinking about what could be a, an easy, effective, practical way to prevent all the nasty conditions of the nowadays life. That mm-hmm. want, nowadays life wants ourselves ready all the time. You have to be always 100%, which I love it. Mm-hmm. We love it be always 100% busy or careless to this. But what about if you're not able to come back to zero yeah. and rest and tone down? Mm-hmm. How can you perform? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was saying, what can be a really effective way to create a daily habits that can help people to perform better in life, but even probably prevent all these kind of chronic, nasty condition. It needs restoration, mm-hmm. it needs recovery, mm-hmm. and so heal this body. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, you know, I I was fortunate enough to come on the journey with you. So I I helped you to script the videos and shoot some videos and and put this thing together for you as well. So it was amazing to see it come to life. And your commitment to it was, for me, it was inspirational because I've been in the startup space many times. You know, I've started many, many businesses and, and a lot of them have gone bang and fallen flat on their face. Some of them have stuck and done really well, but the vast majority of them haven't done very well at all. So it's really fun for me to see you being so excited by it and invigorated by it in life. And, and I forget, you know, because I've done it so many times and helped so many people yeah. doing that. What does it feel like now? Because that was a lot of work that we did. That was five to six weeks of solid work of filming and communicating and emailing and backing and forthing and constantly doing that. There's a lot of work that we did. 
And now that you're on the other side of it, tell us and tell the audience what it felt like after you'd gone all in. Because you, you did go all in. And now you're on the other side of it. What does it feel like? Totally excited, man. This is something I'm firmly believing in. You're still excited? Man, I'm still excited. I can't <laughs> sleep in the night. I need to breathe for one hour. You need to do your breathing man. exercise. <laughs> no, man, I'm still excited. Still, uh, still excited as uh, when we first started. Mm-hmm. Because I'm firmly believing in this. Yeah. I'm recognizing this, this work like uh, my mission, like my way to help people, my way to help others. And you know, there is a desire behind all of these courses. It's not just about a course, it's just about creating a movement, yep. creating a community. As I'm saying a lot on my Facebook live video and my fan page a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are not talking about six module course when I'm teaching you some reading techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about, yes, learn something that can be really helpful for us help others uh, by creating movement behind and create a kind of community because I think, uh, yeah, breathing, breathing techniques are really good, but nothing is better than human connections. And at the moment that uh, we can connect each other, we can really unlash mm-hmm. the self-healing powers within ourselves. And I think right now, this is what people need to understand and need to rediscover. And I was talking about it, let me explain, couple of days ago no nowadays uh, life is becoming so complex and uh, you know we are evolving there is so much knowledge out there we are now we know everything about from superfood alkaline water yeah we know so many <laughs> things but sometimes it seems weird that we forget about uh, how come back to the basics of our existence totally and that was this breathing techniques are all about yeah and this was this course is all about creating human connection true human connection mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so yes uh, Still excited. I don't know if you can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I can absolutely feel it. And, and I'm excited for you because the, fu- the future is very, very bright there. And, and there's a nice little community building for you. And it's a lot of hard work to build a product and to bring something to life. But once you get on the other side of it, I, I'm always amazed at how when you're on the other side of it, you actually forgot about all of the hard work and the hard work's actually just beginning. But it's also fun work because you get to share your message and you get to do what it is that you wanted to do. And the the course is then the mechanism for delivery. I wanted to share something with you on the podcast here that I haven't shared with you because we talk a lot off off the podcast because we're mates and and we're together and all the time working together. But one of the things that um, I've tried and, and for the people listening, you may or may not know that when you take a couple of deep breaths and you're breathing in more than when you're breathing out. So if I breathe in for eight and then breathe out for four, I'm oxygenating my blood and I'm stimulating my nervous system. Tell me if I say something incorrect here. Have I got it right? Completely right. I'm completely right. All right. I must have listened to the videos that we created and I'm all good. (laughs) Uh, So I've been getting up a little bit earlier in the morning, but I've been getting up with an alarm. Normally I don't get up with an alarm. I just, my body clock wakes me up and I'm okay. But when I get up with an alarm, like anyone, I struggle a little bit. And I've been lying there in bed. I, I hit the button on my phone, the alarm the alarm goes off and I find myself, I said to myself, all right, it's time to stimulate your nervous system and, and wake up. So I, I go for like eight or nine really deep breaths and not hard, just kind of breathing in gently, but breathing in for more seconds than I'm breathing out. So sort of five, six, seven, eight, and then breathing out two, three, yeah. four. And I feel like I breathe in again, but I feel like I'm holding half of a breath as I do that. And you know what? After five or six rounds of that, I feel so awake. 
and I feel so like alive. Um, and it's not a struggle to get out of bed, even if it's four thirty in the morning. And just that, it's what you said. It's it's all the information that we know, everything that we know. If I just start my day with a couple of simple techniques like that, it can make a world of difference because you're setting yourself up for success in the absolutely, day. Absolutely, absolutely, it's simple. And I think, uh, and I think, uh, it's not just a matter of fact of breathing in, hold, and breathing out. It's no. It's not really actually the fact of breathing itself. It's the fact that you made the time mm. and you made decision that this is the time for myself. At the moment that you made decision that this is my five minutes when I take a breath in, hold and breathe out, you made the decision that you want to get mm. success today. You know, And this was something I was talking about two days ago too with one of my clients. All of these techniques are fantastic, but, are fantastic, but don't forget the first main thing, your intention. What you're thinking about when you wake up in the morning, you want to start to your day right? Fantastic. Make the decision, make the time for it. It's just five minutes. It doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Beautifully, beautifully said, mate. Well, the future is pretty exciting for you, mate. What does the next 12 months for you look like? What's what's coming up for you? Oh, man. Uh, I'm really happy to say that I don't know because... No, <laughs> no I'm... Uh, well, my, my, on my plan is... Uh, before I let you go on there, yeah. it, it had been 12 months since you decided to create this course. Right. Now you created the course, now you've got to make another plan, right? You know, let me tell you this funny story. I had, uh, and I still have, no as before, but during the last year I had this kind of habit. So my girlfriend, for the last Christmas, the last Christmas, the paper was one... As a gift, he gave me a diary, and he told me, well, you can use this diary, so every morning you can write down what you're grateful for mm-hmm. and how you want your life in five, ten years' time, what's your dream. No? Simple. And, uh, mm. Simple. And it was really nice that actually last week I was reading, and was, I was writing down last year, and I say, wow, it's really happening. It's really happening. And for me, the, my dream to bring out the messages of uh, holistic health community is a uh, that's what i wish to myself actually mm-hmm. and uh, you know but uh, last year it has been a such long journey and i think you helped me a lot on that on take my message out mm-hmm. because sometimes you have a lot of things going on in your head sometimes you get even too technical when you're talking about all of the stuff that i'm doing that is not really easy to make people understand yeah they really die life so actually work it out how implement your message how to put it out there how can people can understand how can people can relate it to you mm-hmm. but again yesterday again i had a good text for one of the person that uh, purchased the course and uh, mm-hmm. as all the people that purchase the course i'm saying welcome i send uh, a good text and reply to me man for me it's such a pleasure because i'm listening to you in the intro and the way you were talking is exactly the way i'm feeling oh nice so that means that uh, probably we find a good recipe. Good connection. Good connection. That's good connection. What it's all about. <laughs> Tell me, was there a time? Was there a time when we were down there in the weeds for that five or six weeks where you doubted yourself? I didn't have a time to doubt myself. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you too much <laughs> to do. To be honest, man, I mean, we were still at the gym trying to record their video. Yeah. No, man. Of course, I think it's part of the game. I think it's part of the process. And the kind of thing that once you're gonna look backwards, you laugh at that. But I remember when I was trying to study all the script, I was trying to stop it. No, frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, frustrating. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I have to say, it takes a lot of courage to go in front of the camera and show your face and tell something in a certain way. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, from my side, I never doubted you for a second. 
Never for a second. Thank you, Rob. I I knew anybody out there that's listening to this that has a a deep passion for something that they love, you need to commit, you need to go all in, and you need to go for it because you just don't don't want to die wondering. You just don't. And uh, and this is something that I'm feeling like to say. It doesn't matter if I'm just at the beginning of my journey, but there is one thing that sometimes I'm doubting myself but then not really if I put myself in the right space of mind because uh, I'm believing in that and this is my heart. Mm-hmm. This is my path and this is in this path there is my heart. And uh, my message can be conveyed in so many different manners and I think that if you truly believe in what you're doing, man, you can go all in whatever you want. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Beautifully yeah. said. Well, mate, if people want to find out more about you and connect with you and, and get a copy of your course, where can they do that? Well, there is, a, first of all, my website, marcotizzi.com. You can find my course live over there. Mm-hmm. Up on the top right, just click on it. And uh, my course is hosted in Udemy. Mm-hmm. Such a great platform that hosts my course. But you can find myself even on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I my fan page of Respiro by Marco Tesi. All the people that purchase the course will be directly linked to my private Facebook group, Breath, mm-hmm. by Marco Tesi. And this is where it is all, there is a lot to read a lot of people out there. And uh, we are starting to share some experiences right now. It's starting to be really, really funny. But even on Instagram, you can find me on Marco Tizzi Coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that's it. Fantastic. Well, for the folks that are listening, I'll make sure all of those links are included in the show notes. And if you're watching this on Facebook Live, I'll make sure the links are popped into that Facebook Live as well. And if you pop on over to Udemy, just search for Marco Tezzi and you'll find his course pretty easily. He's got a fairly unique name. His surname is T-E. SI, and you'll find his uh, course in there pretty easily. And there's a nice little discount in there at the moment, right? Oh, yeah, man. It's like 85% discount. It's just 15 bucks right now. So I think it's a really it's a great opportunity. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I, ca- I can't let you go without asking you a couple of uh, signature go-all-in questions, if you like. And I always like to ask people, what is it that you do on a daily basis, and I, I think I can maybe guess, but what is it that you do on a daily basis to keep yourself sharp and focused that's completely non-negotiable? Hmm. I make a time for myself. Yeah. I'm decided to make time for myself. And, uh, you know, my, my day starts quite early in the morning. 6 a.m. I'm starting with my first client usually, and sometimes I'm finishing really late. Sometimes I'm finishing even at 8 p.m. Well, in the moment... I like to come back in nature. That's my way to reconnect. Mm-hmm. That's my way to get, because I think nature has a lot to teach. Yeah. And uh, it's my way. It's my way to reconnect. It's my way to boost my energy up and recover. So, yes, feel the heart. Well, that's beautifully said, Marco. Thank you so much for coming on the Goal In Podcast. We really appreciate it, mate. And we look forward to speaking again with you soon, mate. That's bye for now. Thanks for having me, Rob. Thank you so much.